Hi everybody, welcome back to another morning episode of Brothers Radio. It's cold as fuck outside, Canada. Felt like minus 12, I think the therm- thermometer said minus 12. Dark. It's fucking dark as shit. Dark as hell. Still no throwing up. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, Got my pager still blowing up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta say it was a good day. That's right. Um, got daylight saving time, so that's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it being brighter in the morning. I kind of like the day being... like I end up starting my day when it's dark anyway. Yeah. So it's nice to have that extra hour at night. I agree. I Because um, it's pitch... The sun is down by five o'clock. Yeah. It's fucking dark. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, it's just, there's no daylight anyway. See, the problem is, is where we live here in Canada, we're just far enough north. We're in Canada that it's a problem having to deal with the lack of sunlight in the yeah. uh, in the winter. But we're not so far north that we don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> yeah. once you live up in like high level or get into the Northwest Territories, it's like you don't see sun, so it doesn't matter where you put that extra hour. Exactly. You, you have 45 minutes of sunlight a day. Like, who fucking cares? So if you're at the very north border of Alberta on December 24th, do you get any sunlight? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. You must. Must get a couple hours. Well, 20, what's, what day is the solstice? 21st. 21st. 21st is the solstice. I'm pretty sure you, I think the... It's the Arctic Circle that designates um, that division, right? So the Arctic Circle, I'm pretty sure, is on the solstice. Anything above that circle will receive no sunlight that day. Right. Um, And conversely, in the summertime, they receive nothing but sunlight all day. Right. Uh, So anything below there will get some. And where is the Arctic Circle in Canada? I know it's, it's still further north than Yellowknife even. Yeah, but it it definitely is. You know, like uh, Tuktoyaktuk and um, uh, Inuvik, they're fully within the Arctic Circle. I know that. Right. Um, A probably as well. Anyway. Yeah, it just seems like, or I've seen pictures of uh, guys up north. And they take pictures of the sun on those days, and it's like mm. just this little blip on the horizon. Yeah, just it just like just kind of comes up. It, it comes rises up. and sets within the span of like fifteen minutes, <laughs> sort of shit. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. I seen uh, someone posted a video. This lady is a Norwegian from the islands of Svalbard. Okay, which is it's an archipelago of islands, like way in like the Arctic Ocean, like way up north. Okay, and. Uh, they they don't really do much there, but for some reason she lives there, right? And I think they probably fish or some shit. And she posts something like, "Oh, today marks the day that we will no longer be receiving uh, sunlight for for the next like three months." <laughs> and she sounds so happy. It's like <laughs> I don't know. I I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're going to hate yourself for making this video three months from now. Yeah. Jeez. It's like three months without sunlight. Ugh. And it's just. The only time it gets light is just like you just get the the remnants of light. Yeah, you the, might exactly the curve of the you'll earth. get like a bit of a twilight. Yeah. Like the sky will be it won't be so inky black. It'll be just kind of glowing a little bit. Yeah. Wow. That would just suck. It's a whole different life up there in the north, the Great White North. Great White North. I I'd, I'd like to experience like living in a place like that just for just for one season. Yeah. Just to see what it's like to either like either um, live in like northern Norway for uh, for a winter or live there for a summer. Yeah. So I think living there for a summer would be even more interesting. All right, like let's how, just do a whole fucking year there, go. All right, let's live. All what, right. what are we doing here? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't have money to live in Norway. <laughs> don't have money to live here? <laughs> so sure fuck, I do. Fuck it. <laughs> let's go to Norway. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be very interesting because especially in the summertime, if... Uh, like the sun never goes down. Yeah, it's just constantly daylight. So, like, what do you do then? And if you don't have a, a watch, like, it's really, 
you know, for me, I often get my bearings just based off where the sun is in the sky, yeah. right? If the sun never really goes down, I'm going to be so fucked up, not just in time, but in direction. Yeah, but if, you always know where south is. Well, yeah, roughly, but that's because of where the sun is. I always know where south is because the sun's there. <clears throat> right. If it's all, if I don't have a watch on me, say, say I misplaced my pocket watch and, uh, I, and I like wake up, brush my teeth, put a little makeup and, uh, I walk out the door and I don't know what it is, what time it is, but I see the sun over in a direction kind of hanging over. It's like, well, that could be anything. I, it, that could be east or west. Yeah. You know, it could be anything. Yeah. So you just kind of have to hope, hopefully uh, get your bearings based off of whatever village you're living in. <laughs> the only gay Eskimo <laughs> in your tribe. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know for sure that uh, that uh, Bjorn's house is in the north end of town, and so that's Bjorn's house over there, so that must be north. Yeah, exactly. And Olga is down there in the south. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere in between. Yeah, Heinrich Heinrichsen is down in the east. So uh, I see you put a poll up on the Instagram, Brothers Radio Instagram. I did. Got a couple questions. Uh, not the most intelligent. No, I wouldn't say that for sure. So we got a from a longtime listener, Brody Perry. Opinion on blatant racism. <laughs> as much as I like to, I'd like to cater to. Whatever Brody's trying to go for there, I, <laughs> I must, I must disavow all types of racism. But that being said, I think blatant racism is the best one because it's less, uh, it's less cloak and daggery. <laughs> when a guy's just straight up calling you the N word, it's like, well, you know where you are with him. What's that? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you're in the office and like you just keep getting subtle undertones that this white lady doesn't like you because you're black, yeah. that's way worse. Because you can't just because you can't bring it out in the open or anything. But if some retard just calls you the n word out on the street, that's easy. You know what to do now. Beat yeah. the fuck out of him. Yeah, you know exactly where you stand. <laughs> the, with the course of action is very obvious. Exactly. So blatant racism, it's certainly easier. Yeah. But you ever, <laughs> the term casual racism implies the existence of ranked competitive racism. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my yeah. opinion on it, Brody, is. I'm against it because it's mean. It can hurt people. But at the same time, you know exactly where you stand with the person. Yeah. That guy's being blatantly racist. Yeah. I mean, shit. You know all about him. Yeah. What more do you need to know? And he's, uh, he might even have the potential to be a very honest person. It's honesty. At least he's not a hypocrite. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> right. That's the worst part. He's an honest person. He might hate black people. But he's honest about but it. By God, he's not going to pretend and like I he's think, your friend. That's right. And I think with uh, with being honest like that, he does have the potential of being a good person. Don't be a liar. He's got the potential. He's just, maybe he's just a skew. That's maybe right. he's never hung out with a black guy before. That's right. He's just a little white boy from around that. Wichita, city. Kansas. <laughs> just a little farm boy in between Linden and Three Hills. Dad drinks. Parents divorce when he's young. Oh, wait, this is Brody. <laughs> Oh, he had an Xbox, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he had everything. His parents bought him everything. Cool. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Got a question from Steadfast Concrete. Oh, yeah, uh, Cam. Cameron. Cam Clausen. Oh, Cam listens to this shit? Apparently. Oh, my God. Cam, what are you doing? Typical preacher's son or however that goes, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical operation. So he's wondering, get Tom Laven on the pad. Pod, Jesus. Pod. Pod, pad. You're thinking of concrete pads? Yes. I got concrete on my mind. Get Thomas on here. Well, I would, Cameron, but uh, Tom specifically said that he would pay us to not listen to the show, so <laughs> I took that very seriously, so he yeah. can politely but firmly go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Thomas. Love you. Love Smooches. You. Love you long time. <laughs> Love you a long time, but uh, you said you weren't interested, so. Yeah. That's what you get for being a meanie. Yeah. Meanie bobini. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the best question of all, I remember re I remember reading this because this is the first one on the list, and I was like, uh, my brain melted a bit. Question from longtime listener and also guest on the show, Brandon Mullen. 
Why does the what the how yes? Gump, any responses? Well, to answer Mr. Mullen's question. That is what I said. Can you repeat that, please? Why does the what the how yes? Well, you see, Mr. Mullen, when a when a baby the is born, it's because a um, a mummy the and a daddy la the love each other very much, and I think that might help you answer your question just a little bit. Let me let me reread that question. Why does the what the how yes? Well, first of all, no. Well, we have to break down the word yes. <laughs> It means yes. Well, yes means yes. <laughs> it's one of those words where like there's no uh there's really no hidden meaning. It just is. It is. It just that's the answer right there. It just simply is. Be. To be. What is better, being or becoming? I think it's more fun to be becoming. Well, I become every Saturday night. <laughs> God. <laughs> Was that a bit? Did you set no, me up? You no, I a fucking <laughs> I I just thought of that right now. <laughs> See, I'm much more sharp in the morning. Should we get a half cup of coffee? I'm just feeling feeling like a clown, feeling volatile, feeling dangerous. Yeah. Well, thanks for your questions, boys. Um, yeah, Cameron, you should reach out. Uh, how you been? Yeah, been a while, bud. Haven't seen you. He's seen down you in. in- in BC somewhere teaching. Isn't he in Abbotsford or some shit? Abbotsford, that's where he's at. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do you think of these, um, so these new Broncos, these new Ford Broncos that they've been making for the last year? What do you think about them, man? Um, well, the problem is I've only seen base model ones out in the real world. Like I've mm. seen pictures of some pretty cool ones, but I've only seen base model ones and i fucking hate them mm. so i'd like to see a fancy one maybe sit in it maybe I, it would grow on me but as of right now i'm not a fan of them. yeah i wish they paid homage a little more to the old style broncos where you the old style broncos looked a lot like the pickups yeah it was essentially the same well yeah it was the, the same, same front end same anyway. front end and i wish they paid a little more homage to the pickup because mm. that's because they always piggybacked off that idea. Yeah. Well, I guess like the and first, see, I don't know, like the first Broncos that came out in the 60s were its own, it was his own body style. Yeah. But then I think in the 70s, that's when they started. See, and I don't, those first Broncos. You don't really like those ones? I don't really like them. Oh, I think they're kind of neat. I mean, they're old. They're, so they're maybe cool that's why and they they're got neat. their history. Like they're, they have their place, but. Something about when you get into the 70s and the 80s and they look like the pickups, yeah, the, especially the 90s. I yeah, love the fucking uh, the OJ Mobile. Yeah. Yeah, they, I love that look. They just, something about those pickup front ends, they just look better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I like the, the Bronco. I was actually, like, I think they're kind of neat. They do have their issues that I that I don't like. And like you said, the base model ones all look stupid they look yeah. you might as well just get a fucking jeep grand cherokee or something if yeah. that's what you want which is basically a glorified suv thing just get like a fucking just get an escape get a ford escape like fuck. <laughs> or just get a pickup like a yeah man. or get an f-150 that's the best-selling pickup in uh in north america of all time but uh i was uh i was on the ford website the you know you can like the builder what's that called build yeah, your yeah. truck or whatever the fuck you can go on there and yep. and uh you can mit, mix and match like different packages and stuff for these things yep. so i go on there and they actually sell they sell one that is uh it comes with um 17 inch rims yeah with 35 inch tires yep. from the factory oh cool so like that and that one looked fucking meaty right there's that's that's how they should look like tiny little rims with just a like monster truck tire on it yeah <clears throat> that's did how it, they should be did it come with a little like a bit of a lift i think so like a four inch lift yeah, i think it had a, it definitely somehow because otherwise i don't know if it would clear <laughs> i don't know if it'd fit or not so i think it was yeah different suspension on it for sure um <clears throat> and they, like it looks it looked really good um there's the but there's two kind of models of it though you have just the bronco and then there's this bronco sport yeah which is basically the that's the city version and they, I hate it. it. Has little car tires on it. Yeah, tiny little car tires, and like it has this weird 
slope like it slopes at the back. Like right. the whole the whole point of the Bronco is that's it's this big dumb square thing. Yeah, that's the point. But then at the back it has this like slopey window, and it's like why just make it square? Like everything else is square. Why? <clears throat> why does it look like a like a Pontiac Aztec? Yeah, exactly. No. Nah. Give me a couple of years; they might grow on me. There might be enough cool ones out there that it's that makes up for the shitty sports. But as of right now, I'm not a huge fan. No. But uh, like, what do you think of like what do you think about what they're putting in them for engines? What are they doing? Well, so I you can get either. Do they have a V eight? Nope. Damn. It. That's the thing is that it doesn't come with V eight. So pissed. So you're already like, oh, this, this sucks. But it does come so. From factory, it has a 300 horsepower turbocharged 2.3 liter, like oh, a little yeah. four banger. Yeah, with the pumps out 300 horsepower. That's yeah, pretty wicked. Yeah. Um, I know it's just a shitty four banger, but or you can get a 330 horsepower uh, 2.7 liter V6. 2.7. That's a little guy. It's just a tiny little guy, but <laughs> damn. It's like why don't? Well, I know I under, I understand. There's all kinds of environmental constraints i'm yeah. sure but i don't know who they're trying to sell these things to you know what i mean well to the it's no, trying to sell them to soccer moms whose husbands uh made a lot of money in construction yeah exactly and then they're like oh i want something sporty and cool and off-roady but i also just gonna use it its entire life to go get groceries and pick the kids up yeah just so, tear around calgary and so never, that's why never i want to leave the city never leave the city so that's why i want a 2.3 liter yeah. <laughs> four cylinder engine like yeah it's to me it just sounds like an escape with a square body on it that's probably all it is pretty much and at least the factory or the the base model ones yeah. are definitely like that because i'm sure the suspension is no more beefy than that and yeah. escapes um that's depressing yeah because i really like the name bronco i mean i loved the broncos in the past they're sweet rides they are they are wicked rides yeah o- oj did his best work <laughs> he was he was the greatest ad campaign for the ford bronco that has ever existed that's true like people that weren't even alive during the time know about it yes yeah. Everyone's seen that video, him just like going down the freeway well, doing like 30 miles an hour. Just the picture. He's going down the freeway with about... <laughs> 1,500 cops behind him. Yeah, exactly. 25 cars just following him down the highway. Three helicopters and fucking... And that freeway is just clear. There's no one around. <laughs> it's just him. Where, where was that? California? It was in LA, I think. Well, I think. I don't know. You'd never be able to pull that shit now. No. I don't know how he managed to pull it then. Because I thought the traffic was just always shit in L.A. Yeah, I, thought, I was under that impression, but... Maybe it wasn't L.A. Maybe it was like Palm Springs or some shit. Who knows? To me, I thought it was... I thought it was L.A., but... That's hmm. a, that's a legendary video, him oh, just James rolling Simpson. down the freeway. He's And like, what do you think he's thinking? He's doing a, probably 40 miles an hour under the speed limit. He's just tootling along. <laughs> the entire police department of that city is following San, San Fran. It was San Fran. Okay. The entire police department of San Francisco is following him. What do you think he's thinking? Just killed his wife and his wife's lover. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> what do you think he's thinking? He's like, boy, I should play it cool. <laughs> I should really play it cool. I'll just, I'll drive 25 miles an hour down the freeway, you know, when you're supposed to do like 80. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, officer. The juice is loose. <laughs> Mr. Juice, he's on the loose. When was that, 92? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, early 90s. Wow. I love uh, that one special Dave Chappelle put out, the four times he meets O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like how... See, I I only ever heard the three stories because he he's like, all right, good night. He walks off stage, realizes he forgot to tell the fourth story. No, I think that was, that's for sure part of his Right, but it was after the credits oh, on yeah. the special. So then I always like, oh, okay, that's all of it. And I'd never, so I never heard the one. So I rewatched it and heard the fourth story. Because he, he really, he finishes off that, that special so well that you don't even realize 
that he missed the fourth time. I caught it when I when I watched it for the first time. I caught it. I was like, "Hey, you didn't you didn't say the fourth one." And then all of a sudden, the credits have rolled, and then he comes back. Hold on, hold on. I forgot to tell you the fourth time I met O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did a very good job that in that yeah. special. I think yeah. What was that one? That was called um, that sticks and stones. No, no sticks and stones is the one where he's wearing that green jumpsuit, <laughs> talking about wouldn't it be funny if inside this this bounty was a Chinese man living inside? That's that's sticks and stones. Uh, what was that one called? Like the equanimity and the bird revelation. Yeah, or was it some different one? I don't know. That was the first one that um, that he did when he came back. When he signed that deal with Netflix, that's right. Yeah. And I, I think it actually—it's his best one, that first one that he did. Oh, he he did it. that first special when he came back after what twelve years or whatever. Yeah, it was. Uh, twelve years of not coming out with any anything. Yeah. I was just just doing comedy on the road. But uh, I think that was his best one. And if you compare that one to the special that just came out like a few weeks ago, yeah, the one that there's all this controversy about. Like, I enjoyed it. I did. I thought it was pretty funny yep. at times. But you can also tell that there's he's he's wading into the political pool. Yeah. And, and there's a certain, like, hesitance that I just have about it. Yeah. Like, obviously, everything he has has, you know, it has to deal with racial undertones and, you know, racial politics and whatever, because yeah. he's, he's black. Of course, that's going to be part of, it's, it's part of being a black guy. Yeah. Just dealing with shit, right? So you can you can expect a certain degree of political commentary out of a, co- a comedian but I felt that his latest one there was it was almost entirely political commentary yeah. with a few jokes sprinkled in yeah whereas in the first one it was just jokes with like some themes political yeah. themes yeah so I don't know I it, I guess that's what happens when you you try and do stuff and then the media just constantly shits on you yeah. So, like, what do you have any choice other than having an entire special that's just rallying against fucking people trying to shut you down? Yeah. No, I, I understand why he did it. It sucks, but I definitely understand why he did it. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Hey, here's something funny. Yesterday, I got an Instagram ad for a. Uh, Coffee? Oh, sure. I'll have another cup. I got an Instagram ad. And, you know, these these ads, they, they're very strange. You know, like, uh, I think we talked about with Josh how often it's like sex toys and that kind of shit, right? Right. Like, like the dick sucking egg that you put on your dick <laughs> yeah. and you fucking give it a whack. And <laughs> I seen one of the top comments on that was, uh, <laughs> I prefer my egg scrambled, not fucked. <laughs> 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 when I said when I said I wanted my eggs scrambled, I didn't mean using your dick. Yeah, quit fucking my eggs. <laughs> Next time I go to Denny's, that's how I'm gonna order. <laughs> my eggs fucked, please. No, uh, it was uh, it was for something called. It was like get your P R E P today. P R lowercase R uppercase E P. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I click on it. I'm like. Scrolling through, and it's just a bunch of pictures of gay dudes, and then it's like an ad about medication. Right. Like, oh, oh, I think I know what this is. So then I quick Google what PREP is. There's a business on Instagram that is literally selling pre-AIDS medication. Pre-AIDS? Yeah. Pre-AIDS medication. So like vitamin C? No, no. Like there's medication that'll stop the, it'll prevent the, it'll prevent AIDS from taking hold in your body. If you catch it. Well, you no, there's HIV, right. the virus. Yeah. It causes AIDS. Oh, okay. So if you get the virus, you can prevent AIDS from occurring if you take certain drugs. Oh, there's prevention okay. methods. Right, right, right. You got to stay on the medication, right? So I get a fucking ad on Instagram for AIDS medication. So like, oh, I got that going for me. <laughs> pre, Pre-AIDS. So... Pre-AIDS, this, it was it. Prevent, pre, pre-AIDS preventative... Uh, pharmaceuticals or something like that. So, That's what PrEP stands for. Okay. Something, something so, along, along those lines. So this pharmaceutical was, you're supposed to take it if you had HIV. If you, yeah. If you've tested positive for HIV, then you're supposed to take this whatever. And it, they're like, imagine if 
PREP was fast and easy to get. What if you could just have it delivered to your door? <laughs> well, that's great and all, but I don't have AIDS. <laughs> I don't I was, have HIV. I was under the impression that it was like a vitamin or something you took. No. So you didn't get HIV at well, all. Well, the best vitamin to take to not get HIV is, of course, not to suck cock. <laughs> um, suck dirty cock up. You can suck cock all you want. Don't be out there sucking dirty dick. Well, even if you suck clean dick, you can still get AIDS. Just don't suck it to completion. That's probably the... Hey, Cam, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, bud. (laughs) Yeah. The discourse on the show is unreal. Oh. AIDS medication. You ever watch that movie? um, What the hell is that movie called? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. See, I was going (laughs) to... No, I haven't. I was going to say Dallas Buyers Club, but I was like, oh, I don't want to ruin Gump's bit. No, no, I don't have any. There was no bit. Um, didn't Matthew McConaughey lose like 60 pounds for that? Movie? Yeah, he was looking gaunt in that film. Um, I listened to him talk about that movie, and he said he was so, like, he, he ate very little. Yeah, basically emaciated yeah, himself. Yeah, right down, he said... Uh, tried working out and it just pounded on his joints he just had no fat on him like it was just so hard on him but he said the the one thing he really noticed about that is his mental clar- clarity like his body was fading away but his mind was so sharp mm. that's interesting because yeah. it's like the only part of his uh i guess it, yeah the only part of his body that was receiving any nourishment was probably his brain probably i'm sure like his uh, metabolism was like oh divert all the pipes to the only thing that really matters right now and it just yeah he said he had unbelievable clarity like he even after once he bulked up and started eating better he said he he missed that yeah did you uh did you listen to his book no green book what is it uh autobiography what's it called green lights yeah, it's like an autobiography, sort of just him telling a story, just different stories, just sort of all around the concept of like, you know, he got to where he is because he was, you know, he was able to like, you know, there's red lights in your life, there's green lights in your life. That's kind of the theme. Yeah. You got to know when to go with the green lights. And, uh, but the opening to that, because he, he voiced his own audio book for it, so oh. people could listen to it, right? I bet that would be... All something right, right. something about that guy you just want to listen. He's got a good voice. It's yeah. it's that slight Texas accent or Oklahoma or whatever. But very it is. uh very clear, very He's got very, a good speaking voice. Yeah, very important sounding. Yeah. But it's very funny in the first like 5 minutes of that he like is sort of is summing everything up, things that like certain events in his life and at one point he's just like and at 13 I learned how to jump my bicycle. 18 years old, I was raped in the back of a Chevy Suburban. And then just goes right by that and then goes to the next thing. 21, I uh, I got my first job in, in LA or something like that. <laughs> it doesn't elaborate. Wait, wait, back, back up, Matthew. <laughs> back the fuck up. You got raped in the back of a Chevy Suburban? <laughs> that's not, that's something like that. That's He basically, he was uh, sort of coerced into sex with a woman when he was 18 years old or something like that. Right. And he just kind of, he just... Yeah, he was sexually assaulted in the in the back of a suburban. Says that, moves on, and you're like, "What the fuck? Is that re- is that real? Did I just hear that?" Elaborate, elaborate. <laughs> I think he does eventually, but. And you, this was an audio audio book you listened to. I didn't. I listened to a little bit of it, first fifteen minutes or so. And it's called oh, Green Lights. Green Lights. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. To yeah, this came out like over a year ago, I think. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I think he lives in Austin, Texas. Yeah, he ran he ran for governor of Texas. I don't think he won, but no, he didn't win. Obviously. I, I'm kind of glad he didn't didn't because well, then it would just be another notch on the pole of celebrities winning political seats. Yeah, too much like Arnold. Uh, yeah, Arnold and Trump for that fucking matter. Yeah. He was a celebrity and then became the president. Yeah. I I Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yep. God bless Reagan, but uh, he did some shady shit. He allowed the CIA to do some horrendous fucking things. Yeah. I uh, recently listened to a podcast with Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood, eh? He was in, uh, he's doing movies. 
just like his dad now, right? Yeah. And he was well, in that one about, I don't know, was that some horse movie, right? Uh, Recently? Oh, probably. Like, he's been in movies since he was early 20s. He's oh, okay. about 36 or 7 now. Okay. But he was in uh, Flags of Our Fathers back in 2006. Oh, okay. Which his, was dad, his dad directed. Directed that movie. Hmm. Um, no, I, he, Scott got talking about this story of uh, just sitting around the dinner table and his dad's talking about, or everybody at the table is just talking about stuff and all of a sudden Clint will pipe up and it's like, he'll be like, yeah, that that reminds me of that time I had dinner with Frank Sinatra. And everybody stops like, you had dinner with Frank Sinatra? <laughs> like imagine the shit that guy has seen over his 90, he was, I think he's born in 1930, so... Over the 91 years on this planet, he's just been seeing some of the wildest shit. Oh, yeah. And Invited the thing, to the coolest parties. Well, it's really interesting. He's, he didn't really he didn't really get um, big and popular until those spaghetti westerns came out in the 60s. Yeah. So those first, like through the 50s and uh, early 60s, you know, he was kind of a nobody. Yeah. And then he got hired to do, um, what was the first one? Fistful of Dollars, I think. Was that the first the first one? That was the first Sergei Leone right. spaghetti western. Yeah, so he got hired to do that one. And then uh, yes, Fistful of Dollars, um, for a few dollars more, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yep. Uh, those are sort of the main ones that he was in. And uh, those are all in the, like the late 60s, which at that time, westerns were kind of fading out of popular. Um, like they weren't as big as they were. Right. Uh so, but they, you know, for some reason, those movies really took off just because they were kind of an interpretation of Western movies. Right. They seemed a lot. They they were they boiled Western movies down to their essence, right? Right. And but they were awfully realistic too. Mm-hmm. Like you, they really broke down the characters. Like I'm just thinking of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. You really got the perspective of all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I like a very that good movie. I oh, we even have it on DVD. We're gonna have to watch it one day. Oh shit, might just have to. Might just have to. Yeah. But yeah, super good film. <clears throat> one of those all-time classics. Yeah, I like. Um, what's that other one? It's another Leone. Um, oh, why is it escaping me? I wrote a paper on this one. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, oh shoot! Once upon a time in the West. Okay. I think that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. It's uh, it's really good. It's about this like train bear. It's basically like the, it's the plot of uh, break, uh, blazing saddles. Right. But uh, not retarded. <laughs> basically, no. this train baron wants to buy this lady's property, and so she like kills her family and stuff like that. Right. Very very gritty. But yeah, Clint Eastwood is a super diverse actor. Like. Oh yeah, he's done. All I kinds love of him shit. in. Uh, uh, Escape, what is it? Escape to Alcatraz? No. Mm-hmm. Escape from Alcatraz? Yeah. Um, and then he's in Kelly's Heroes, which is... I love that I movie. I love that movie. And like, and you mentioned Donald Sutherland. He's wicked in that one. <laughs> Just this crazy tank operator. Well, he's, he's like a... He's a hippie before <coughs> hippies were a thing, right? Yeah. He's basically a hippie in 1945. Because when we first see him in the movie, isn't he kind of in this little hippie... Um, this, yeah, a bunch of just this group of hippies and they're all like they got clothes stringed off the barrel of the tank gun yeah. and they're all smoking yeah this fucking tanker they're zoinked out of their brains they're playing <laughs> mozart <laughs> yeah. they got a record player set up on the fucking tank so they can play their records uh, <laughs> just going with your you're harsh and my mellow man <laughs> and clint East was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> Uh, you gotta go kill some fucking Germans. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kraut Bosch bastards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I watched a really good wor- uh, World War II movie. Um, it's actually, it's a it's a Belarusian film. Okay. Made, is I think... Is that the director? Belo... No, no, that's a country. What is it? Be- Belarusia? Belarus? Oh, no, I had no idea. Yeah. It came out at the time. It was still part of the Soviet Union. Oh, okay. It's a Belar- Belarusian uh, film. It's called uh, "Come and See." Right. And there's like there's quite a few images out of it that have gained some popularity. 
it's about this kid who goes and fights with the partisans in Belarus uh, under the German occupation. Right. And it's fucking horrific. It's just a horrific movie. It's really creepy too because they always, they always do this front-facing shot of the actors, like the actors just talking right to you. Right. It's so it's so unnerving. So it's super realistic, and they break the fourth wall. And they're not really breaking the fourth wall technically. They're just looking directly in the camera. Right. So often, like that's they're actually talking to another character, but the way they're shooting it, it looks like they're talking to you. Right. So it's a very it's a very well done movie. Um, it's all in, uh, in Russian or Belarusian or whatever. So you can't understand a fucking word, but it's really good. Um, there's, so this kid joins the, the partisans and by the end he looks like he's uh, 85 years old because he's <laughs> hasn't slept in like three weeks. Right. And been fighting Nazis and getting bombed and nearly got burned alive in a barn. Oh, that was shit. cool. High on meth. No, he wasn't high on meth. <sighs> They didn't have meth. I think the Red Army had meth. Probably not. <laughs> no. Barely had uh, cigarettes. Barely had potatoes. Motherfuckers are smoking cardboard. <laughs> smoking each other's poles to stay warm. <laughs> Setting each other on fire to stay warm. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Oh, I'd <clears throat> like to just, uh, I'd like to give an, a little shout out to uh, old Russell Malacca. Oh, yeah. Because he comes by here on the old Saturday. We had, we had a couple people over to watch the fight, um, the Usman-Covington fight. And uh, Russell blows in the door. He has a case of Bud Light for us. He says, oh, you guys don't drink Bud Light? <laughs> I watched the show. <laughs> yeah. He gave us a whole case of Bud Light. Yeah, brought a whole uh, brought a whole 12-pack. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bud. So we don't got a Patreon or anything like that, but we will accept beer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're not we're not looking for we're not looking for money, but you swing by, we'll drink Bud Light. Bring a twelve pack. Yeah. It'll go a long way. Goes a long way. Goes a long way to support the show. That's at least two episodes worth right there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Unless Josh is here, it's half an episode. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then the liquor does flow. Yeah. It's a bad day to be a Bud Light. No doubt. Hey, what's your opinion on uh, on schmeat, like lab lab grown meat? Have you heard about this stuff? Yeah, I have. It it's a little unnerving. It's like a bit creepy, I, isn't it? When I think of just classic old beef, you know what the ingredient is? Cow. Yeah, cow. What's the ingredient in lab grown beef? Um, cow cells. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't come from a cow. So, and I don't know if it really tastes any, I don't think it tastes as good. Obviously, you'd never be able to make a steak. See, what makes me nervous about lab-grown beef is, I feel, do you think you get a better quality, well, you probably get a better quality cut from a real-life cow. Mm, mm-hmm. And you get all the benefits of, of like, natural selection and all the, the good things you get from nature, you get a better cut of beef that way. If you try growing it in a lab, you don't get the diversity you get from like an actual slice of cow. Well, and it's, it, you can make hamburger out of it. That's about it. Yeah. That's essentially all they've gotten to is making, you can make a burger patty out of, uh, out of this schmeat. Yeah. Or like chicken nuggets. Cause it's, that's basically cardboard. That's cardboard with a bit of chicken flavor on it. Yeah. So you can make that. You'd never be able to make a pork chop. You'd never be able to make a chicken breast. Yeah. Or or a or a steak, a rump roast. See the beef in my freezer. I know where that sh- that shit comes from. I shit. mean, you the, probably saw the cow that fucking got turned into that. Probably drove by I'm it saying. the one day. Yeah, like it was kicked out to grass for quite a few months and then fattened up in the feedlot, and one day it was just whacked. Had one bad day. It was a quick, it was a quick death. Probably bolt, yep. one of them bolt guns. Something, <laughs> something. Yeah, it's a good tasting cow. I don't think. See, as far as taste goes, you'll never be able to top what nature makes. Oh yeah. As far as like uh, feed to meat ratio, I'm sure it's gonna it'll be like way better, right? Because how much how much feed does a guy have to feed a cow to get one pound of meat? Like it's like twenty to one. Like it's a really inefficient ratio. Yeah, 
<clears throat> chicken's pretty good. Like I think it's two to one. Like two pounds of feed will make one pound of meat. Right. Um, pig is like, I don't know, 10 or 15 or something like that. Yeah, it's fairly inefficient in the yeah. grand, because, I mean, the animal has to stay alive, so it's always using energy just to, just to not live. only to grow, but to stay alive and yeah. to stay warm. And yeah, so I, as far as efficiency you know, goes. We need, a, we need a farmer on here to. So God made a farmer. We need a, we need a cow farmer so we can get the feed ratios. Yeah. I remember, I think I was talking with Roscoe the one day and he was telling me some of the, I think he knew him off the top of his head, but, uh. So I think the ratio, if you were to have like lab, let's say lab grown hamburger, right? You could probably, once they they figure out their their method, they're saying that they can make lab grown hamburger for like less than five bucks a pound, right? Which, you know, how does then how does uh, a farmer compete with that? Exactly. I and how the fuck. Like, are, are they multipli- multiplying cow cells to create beef? Basically. So how the fuck do you do that? It's, um, well, I d- I'm not a scientist. <laughs> like, obviously you need to be putting energy into the cells to it, multiply the cells. Cause the well, cells they call it energy. a, so they, it, it, they put a bunch of cells in the bioreactor. Okay. So it's like a warm vat. And, uh. And they can somehow stimulate, like, tissue growth by using, like, stem, I don't know if it's stem cells or even just any cow cells. Okay. So, you need, you you do need, like, a, you probably would need a fresh supply of, like, cow blood or something. Right. Um, And then you can stimulate it into growth using, I don't know, some sort of, some sort of process. I, I don't understand it, but there's a way to do it. No, no, it doesn't. Some of these motherfuckers are working on it anyway. I'm sure it's a little more sustainable than actually raising cows, but I don't understand it. No, I'll never like it either. Because then that'll hurt, that'll eat into one of the largest industries that this province has, beef industry. Well, it's a, it puts food on my table. Yep. It puts food on my table. It provides endless jobs for well, I mean, people. I mean, huge amount of my friends not only raise cows, but I got friends that move cows around. Like, yeah. Truck drivers. Guys that work at the feedlots. Yeah. People who depend on beef to like just eat, you know? I mean, we're kind of stupid that way as North Americans. We eat a lot of beef. We eat like way more than than it's actually needed. Yeah. We love our beef. Sure do. But uh, without it, I mean, the American diet, well. And lab-made beef. I don't like it. I lo- I would try it though. I would. Oh yeah, I try it. I try a burger. See, if but they say it's good. like fifty dollars for like, if you were to make one of those, it'd be about fifty bucks to have one burger patty. Yeah, that's uh, that's too much. Well, Gump, I got to eat breakfast before I take off to work. Well, fuck, we're not even at an hour yet. <laughs> well, I know, but I got to eat breakfast, man. Plus, I'm gonna crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on here. I uh. I got a, I got a today in history. Got to inform the people what was going on in today's history. And we're back today in history. <laughs> <sighs> Coffee does mean things to your colon, eh? Oh, it just hit me like a freight train. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so today in history, November tenth, in 1493, Christopher Columbus discovers Antigua during his second expedition to the Americas. Oh. Where's Antigua? I don't know, somewhere in the Caribbean, some oh. island. In 1647, all Dutch-held areas of New York are turned over to the English uh, by the Treaty of Westminster. So, of course, that was all called uh, New Holland at the time. Right. Um, and that is now... That's very original. New Holland. Yeah. It's like, where are we from? Holland? What are we going to call this place? Uh, New Holland. <laughs> it's almost as good as uh, the English colonists coming to uh <coughs> massachusetts they left plymouth and they land in massachusetts like where are we gonna call this place plymouth <laughs> genius <laughs> genius boy that doesn't get confusing at all where are you going to plymouth which one <laughs> where to from or which direction are we heading here to or from well, it doesn't matter plymouth <laughs> it's plymouth in 1775 on this day 
the U.S. Marine Corps was founded. 1775? Yeah. Oh. Uh, in 1911, the imperial government of China retakes the city of Nanking in their uh, civil war against the... Uh, I believe that... the In 1911, that was the... The Republic was uh, formed and, and was trying to take the country over and abolish the empire, which had been going on for some time. Um, <clears throat> in 1969, the PBS Children's Program, Sesame Street, debuts on this day. Wow. Fucking big bird and all that shit. 1969? Yeah. Shit, that was a long time ago. It's fucking Bert and Ernie and shit. 52 years? My math is correct. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 52 years ago. Damn. Amazing. Is that right? Hold on. Yep. All 70, right. 80, 90, 1,000. Damn. 52. You can count like that because of the count. <laughs> Thank you, Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 52 years. Mm. I I count like an idiot. Still, I count on my fingers all the fucking time. I mean, I was never that good at math. I could do it. I just never liked it. Yeah. In 1971, two women were tarred and feathered in Belfast for dating British soldiers. Oh, shit. While in Londonderry, Northern Ireland, a Catholic girl is also tarred and feathered for her intention of marrying a British soldier. I didn't realize they were tarring and feathering these bitches for dating the fucking Brits, but... That's fucking crazy. Irish people, they don't fuck around. <laughs> so is that Irish-British hatred still a thing <clears throat> today? Oh, in North Ireland, I'm sure, yeah. I think there's a lot of tension in North Ireland. I, I think the rest of Ireland is rather calm. Chilled out. They're chilled out a little bit. There's no longer the troubles, but... But Ireland <clears throat> is still not united, and so there's a lot of... There's still tension. There's underlying tension. Right. So what caused that hatred between well it's it's a it's not it's a religious thing and a uh, in a cultural difference right so northern ireland well all of ireland was invaded in like the 1300s by right. richard ii i believe he took over that island and uh in northern ireland particularly there was a, this is actually this is sort of the first um british colony right so Protestants from um, from England and Scotland settled in North Ireland. Um, this is just after like the Reformations and stuff. Right. When the Church of England was uh, founded in like 15 whatever the fuck. So uh, that part of Ireland became a sort of a colony of British Protestants. Right. And so that's sort of the beginning of the uh, the cultural tension because they're not really Irish. They're they're mostly English and Scottish people <coughs> who live there. Right. Um and so as time went on, you know, obviously all of Ireland was controlled up until like nineteen twenty something. But uh <clears throat> when Ireland got its freedom, uh North Ireland remained under British control. And the rest of Ireland saw that as a huge problem because Ireland is a, it's an island. It's like almost a circle. Yeah. And there's a chunk missing out of it. First of all, that looks fucked on a map. But second of all, the people there, there's lots of uh, Catholic Irish people in these, in that part of uh, Ireland. In the, in the north part or the southern part? In north. north well, okay. both, but yeah. in the north as well. And, uh, of course, the Protestant population um, didn't want to join the rest of Ireland because they figured if they did, then their religious freedom would be threatened. Right. So they want to remain within the British Empire. Um, and then thus begun the troubles. So then there was just basically sectarian violence against each other. The Catholics are fighting the Protestants and right. all kinds of different militias. And, and then, of course, like the the North Irish Army. Or, or the, how's that? What's it called again? Um, the NRA. NRA. Yeah. yeah. No, North Republican Army. Um, Is it? No, NRA. IRA. National Rifles. IRA. Fuck's sakes. I get all my... I suck at acronyms. IRA? Yeah, yeah, the IRA, the Irish Republican Army, sorry. Sean's just seething right now. Yeah, probably. Seethe harder, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that, so sorts of 
militias were formed. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of the case where even even today, like you don't want to get caught on the wrong side of the fence if you're if you're the wrong religion. Right. Finally on this day, nineteen seventy five, the iron ore freighter, the Edmund Fitzgerald, breaks in half and sinks at the eastern end of Lake Superior. All twenty nine crew members perish. <laughs> uh, the so what did that ship do it just moved iron ore yeah it's an iron ore freighter from one side of the lake to the other Twenty six thousand tons more <laughs> of iron ore however that goes is it a song <sighs> yes and it's one of your favorite songs what song edmund fitzgerald you know the one about the ship that sunk? No, you by Gordon Lightfoot. No, that's uh, that's the Bismarck you're thinking of. <laughs> that's a good tune. <laughs> you jackass! It's the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's not coming to me. I'm gonna. I'll listen to it this morning, but it's not one of my favorites. Gump. Legend lives on from the Chippewa oh, down fuck. on I the big lake they song. call Gitchagumi. You know that song? Yes, I do. It's one of your favorites, you fucking moron. It's got a good. I never really dove into the lyrics that far, Gump. But what do you mean? He's got a clear voice. He's literally telling a story. You didn't hear a single word the man said? <laughs> it's a six-minute song, and it's all that. Just him telling the story of 29... Well, I'm sure that the lyrics made some impression, but I didn't know it had any direct connection to to a moment in history. I never I never tied that together. I never, I never looked into it, Gump, all right? They're just lyrics to me. I'm disappointed, There's brother. There's a bajillion songs on this fucking planet. Forgive me for not diving into one. No, Bob. but Ob, you've heard that song like a million times. Yeah, but I've listened to a lot of songs. Yeah, but you know the lyrics to a lot of songs, but not that one? <laughs> yeah, well, forgive me. <laughs> well, all is forgiven, but I'm still disappointed. Well, anyway, that's, that's what we had for today in history. <laughs> to leave it on the most... Depressing note. Well, it's not that depressing. Don't even know Wreck of the Evans Fitzgerald, man. Well, I will now. I'll know for next time. Here, good. It's a wicked song. Well, if you got to eat breakfast and head off to work, I suppose we can edit, end it now. All right. That sounds good. That's uh, I felt good this morning. You ever just wake up and you don't feel like a fucking retard in the morning? I mean, I'm still retarded, but woke up. I didn't have too much fog, brain fog. I was like, I feel clear. You know what helps? Drinking water. Drink your water, people. <laughs> yeah. You ever not drink water in a day and then the next day just kind of you feel stupid? That's kind of me today. I didn't drink enough water yesterday. Drink your water, girl. That's what I'm saying. Got to stay hydrated. Got to hydrate before you dehydrate. That's right. Or however that shit goes. <laughs> Find that shit out for yourself. I think that was Eminem who said that. Could have, could very well be. It's an awfully hot coffee pot. I wonder how mom's spaghetti's going for. I him. don't know. They sell like spaghetti sandwiches there. It's very, very much white trash food. Well, was so I think it'll do very well in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Decent price spaghetti sandwich. Yeah, half price spaghetti sandwich. <coughs> the fuck would you eat a spaghetti sandwich? <laughs> I would if it was Eminem spaghetti sandwich. <laughs> I would. I guess that's. He's just going. He's just hoping that his name is big enough to carry it through oh i think so well thanks for getting up early gump oh, i get up early every day that's not, right not every day but most days you weren't up yesterday morning no i decided to stay in <laughs> nice but like like six out of eight days i get up early yeah eight days of the week you know <laughs> <laughs> oh he caught it good <laughs> i'm on fire this morning he's sharp as a whip <laughs> whip whoosh all right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, yeah, that one, sure. Whatever. I was hoping for this one. Yeah, perfect. All right. Peace.